0: Taekwondo or something? It's karate. Do you think you could teach me?
1: I'm driving home from work yesterday, and in this strip mall, I see... After 30 years, I thought that guy might have changed, but he's still the same prick. I heard you beat up a bunch
0: of teenagers. I didn't beat up any teenagers. I kicked the crap out of a bunch of assholes who deserved it. Thinks he could bring Cobra Kai back to the valley? Not on my watch. You want those kids at school to keep dumping things on your head? You want all the girls to think you're a wangless dork?
1: You're gonna be my karate teacher? No.
0: I'm gonna be your sensei.
2: I'm
0: I'm gonna teach you the style of karate that was taught to me. A method of fighting your pansy ass generation desperately needs.
2: Hello and welcome to the Vertical Viewing Podcast from Vancouver, British Columbia. This is episode number 170. Boom. Whoa. And my name is Scott. My name's Jared. My name's Rick. My name is Michael. Nice. Very nice. Awesome. Boom. We are in the Millennium Falcon. We're cruising it. It's all pristine. There's no shitty uh, brown stains on the walls yet. Who knows what those are from. Chewy doesn't wipe his ass i guess there's not that weird indent at the front (laughs) yeah it looks great in here on today's episode we're gonna catch up on the films and tv shows we've been watching before a featured review of solo from directors Uh, a a star wars story phil lord and chris miller and ron howard and gareth edwards and tony Gilroy. (laughs) And the list goes on. Colin Josh, Trevorrow. Josh Trank and mm. Colin Trevorrow. And this is the graveyard <laughs> of, of directors. Star Wars will slaughter you and put you six feet under. They will take three directors per film. Well, or in the case of Ryan Johnson, it's three films, four really, per director. Yeah, he, just give him the keys to everything. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. You can find all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts. Ooh.
1: That, that's new I've never heard of that mm-hmm.
2: Google Play Tune in radio Don't go to Stitcher Verticalviewing.com Is where you can go though Go there for sure there's Press a, the don- button The donate button uh, There's also a button To take you to Patreon Press both of them Press that one too <laughs> Yeah There's multiple ways You can help us Offset the cost Of seeing movies Putting on a show Sticking internet pie In your ear mm. It's tasty Sounding pie Yeah It's made it from Blue milk From the weird teat Of those uh, Moof milkers Or whatever they're called <laughs> That's their movie. <laughs> yeah. S- Skywalker himself. I is, didn't write it. I didn't write it. Making this, it's artisanal. <laughs> Our theme songs by The Anti Theory. It's so good. Yeah, it's really, really peace. We can get into the show, though. Red, you, yes. haven't, you haven't watched anything I heard you mention. No, I've had uh, some parental units visiting. Mm. So it's been a busy time. Haven't watched anything. Oh, that's exhilarating, guys. Well, sorry, show, to, sorry to be so, is, so exciting. The show is off. Awesome. That's the show. Well, thank you for Dude, being here. An amazing start. Uh, Rick?
3: You know, I did my homework. Yeah. Uh, you know, I quickly watched a bunch of stuff just just so I could be here. Yeah, he's earning his paycheck, <laughs> Red. He's earning it. Uh, I watched uh, this. I got to watch an early uh, screening of the horror movie Heredity. Oh,
2: hereditary?
3: Heredity? Heredity. <laughs> uh starring uh Tony Collette, uh Gabriel Byrne, uh Alex Wolf. This movie looks scary. It's it's nuts. It's so well done. Um I, I already asked her, the director. This guy this guy is so talented. This movie is creepy. There's things about ghosts, family. It just goes in it's it, it's like painful to watch in a in a good way. It's really slow, uh, and just ratchets up the tension.
2: Red would love this one. You think uh, so? It was it, it was playing here for
3: the Rupture Festival at uh, the Vancouver International Film Center. Nice. And I think it comes out in June. I saw this at ten thirty in the morning, and it was just like ruined my whole day. <laughs>
2: so It's actually scary. It's it's
3: incredibly scary, but it's like
2: people get rattled coming out of the theater for this one. Apparently, like it's, supremely. It's, are you
3: going to be able to do that?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm I, gonna show you guys. I, I would say like uh, it's a little too long, just because.
0: This guy just took his time. So like, I might just leave early then when I go, if that's yeah. okay, if it's too long.
3: The, some of the payoffs are ridiculous. Like, just like, you know, when you watch a horror movie or a scary movie, you you inevitably guess where it's going to go, what the scares, what the kills are going to be. And this just takes it to, like, huge left turns, right? And the way the the plot unfolds is really interesting. I will say, though, the the expedition is clunky as fuck. Like, it's just, like, people, like, people like uh, asking someone about something you're like that seems so awkward and like obviously that that what they're asking is going to come back in like 10 minutes for a huge plot point sure, right sure. there's like a weird close up on like people doing mundane things and you're like uh i feel like that's a that's, like, foreshadowing, right? This
2: is the language of horror films, Rick. Yeah, and so... Um, if someone's uh, holding a piece of glass and uh, <laughs> it's broken, uh, you know, or the shaving, right? Close-ups of them shaving. No, but it's, uh, it's like, uh, super gonna... clunky.
3: Like, um, Tony Colt, uh, at the beginning of the movie, her mother dies, right? It's at the funeral, and her mother had, like, had mental illness problems. Like, apparently, there's, like, uh, had a lot of rough life, and she goes to this grief counseling uh, session, this group, and she just lays out like all the bad things that happened to her and her family's life, and it's like, it's so clunky because up to that point, like nothing the the, the movie uh, doesn't tell you a lot of information, right? It's like very slow and movie and just these points where they just dump information is just really frustrating. But this guy is so talented; it just, it just it's just it could have been that much better. But I think this is, this is probably going to be a huge hit.
2: This is his first. This is his
3: first feature-length. Yeah, he's done a lot of short films and stuff.
2: We'll watch the trailer for this one. I think. Yeah, uh, let's I, do it. Unless uh, there's spoilers in it, yes. which I've heard. I'm so like there's one. My eyes. There's
3: one shot that's used in the trailer and publicity stills. That is a. It happens like near the end of the movie. And it's a huge giveaway to what happens because um in the movie you expect something else to happen, okay. and it's kind of ridiculous. Okay. Okay. okay, wow, yeah.
2: I saw some like heads getting cut off, pigeons and stuff, and yeah, that is really like uh the daughter in this movie. She looks so scary. It's basically looks like an
3: adult, but in like a like in a child's body. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Her That's facial features look like like fully formed. She looks she's a little bit. Uh, I watched this trailer after um I heard about. Uh, this preview, a preview for this being shown uh, before a children's movie. I think, movie.
2: yeah, it was before. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. It accidentally ran before something recent. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. It was like before a screening of like Peter the Bunny or something. Yeah, it
2: was Peter Rabbit, I and think. Like, kids uh, yeah.
0: were freaking out and parents were losing their minds.
2: Because horror trailers don't pull any punches, Like they don't show you everything, but they show you. Insane things yeah. to get you to go. Yeah. So, I gotta say, Tony
3: Collette in this movie is amazing. Uh, there's a, lots of shades of like the six, six- sixth sense, a very moody, and eerie, like very confident. Uh, She's the, like, great.
2: I watched a movie with her. We can get to later. She's really good.
3: Uh, on the flip side, I saw all of uh, the YouTube Red series Cobra Kai. Oh, <laughs> how was this? This is the sequel to uh, the Karate Kid series. The original one with yeah. uh, Ralph Macchio and Will- William Zabka. I gotta say, like... Because the first two episodes are just for free, full on YouTube, right? And I was one of those things where I'll just I'll check it out. And I got kinda got hooked. Um I mean it is super corny and
2: like so it, you signed up for Red Tube. Uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I did like the I just I I bought the rest of the episodes. No no okay. You can buy them piecemeal without yeah, yeah. actually subscribing. Cool. Uh
3: and so um this movie, they, they have so many flashbacks to the, to the original movie. It's hilarious. Like actual clips. Yeah, like no, like longer than a few seconds. Oh, nice. Yeah. So
2: this is for people who probably have never seen the original. Well, how old? Are no, these no. People? This would be for people who have no. Seen this is well, no. no. But it, it it's it's getting getting it's everybody up to speed, right? Is, yeah, yeah. Is it being as
3: accessible as it can. It's definitely mining your nostalgia for that original one, and it's really I really like because it's like William Zabka is kind of like uh, Johnny Lawrence is kind of like the main character. And he's like kind of like the good
0: guy, yeah. Because Ralph Macchio won the the do the duel or whatever.
3: But it's hilarious that
2: yeah, within within a random karate
0: tournament like so many
3: years ago these adults are still like it still affects their lives today it's like so ridiculous it's like football in the u.s. and someone was saying ralph macho is like 54 right now and uh pat Morita was like 50 or 52 when the original karate kid movie so it's like he's even older which is hilarious wow and uh it's done by like the like herschel and Slosberg, who did like the harold and kumar movies and the american like the later american pie stuff and uh yeah and like I gotta say, the ending, like the final thing, is pretty. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. It like it teases a uh, second season, which they just got greenlit for, because apparently it's a big hit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I will say, like, if you have any reference for those Karate Kid movies, you'll probably enjoy this. It's like it's some of it's really hokey. Like the new like Daniel guy is like a uh, kind of like a Hispanic like troubled kid, and it's it's really it's really cool. And like Wealth uh, Machio's is in it, but the, the way that it gets the characters back together, and like all the callbacks to the original movies are like so like they 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 know exactly what they're doing right it's like hey
2: hey remember these uh, it it seems like a home run on every level this is a brilliant idea i can't wait to see Hillary swank yeah
3: um i i, I hope the <laughs> second That's she's like in the, th- the third one I, think. I, yeah. I hope the second movie a uh, second series uh, they get a little more budget cuz it's, uh, it's 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 pretty lean it feels like
2: this might be the first legitimate reason to sign up for red tube
3: yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no commercials. commercials. Dude, dude, it's red, mean... red Hub. <laughs> oh, they that's, that's actually they're they're discontinuing YouTube Red. It's gonna be changed to YouTube Premium, right? Oh, that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Too many people Good subscribing me, to the wrong thing, <laughs> <laughs>
0: going to the wrong website. This
1: is not what I thought Cobra Kai would look like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird looking snake.
3: Uh, quickly, I also saw this. Uh, I like watching these random Netflix original movies that no one's ever heard of that just show up. I watch this one called uh, Abiza or Abitha. If you're a little, this name uh, yeah, in which the part of Spain you're that. from? Yeah, so I uh, I watch I, I like I like Gillian Jacobs from Community, and I also like uh, Phoebe Robinson who hosts the Two Do, 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 Do Dope Queens podcast with Jessica Williams, and uh, I forget the other the third woman from Saturday Night Live. It's 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 pretty decent. Like it's like the 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 filming is good. Like the shots of Spain and New York and stuff really cool. And it's just like a, a movie about female friendship. It's like the plot is super thin. And it's they're basically hanging out, right? It's like a mo- like a hangout movie, except with like adult women instead of like. So it's youth like women. a Linklater movie.
2: It's Richard Linklater.
3: Uh, I know. it's like it's not very smart or. It's not amazing like his movies are. No, it's like <laughs> oh. to, it's just like people. It feels like real people hanging out. Uh, okay. Uh, Gillian Jacobs goes on a work trip, and her, her buddies tag along, and they go. They meet a DJ, and they fly to Ibiza, and it's just like random hijinks. And there's no like, oh, hey, we're going to do a bunch of drugs, and the, they, they do drugs, but it's like very like, oh, this could easily happen to me and my friends, right? You're just having a good time, you meet someone, and things go awry, and you have fun. It's like a great movie to watch in the background. Is
2: it awry if you have fun? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the most fun I've Question had has gone Amos. awry. Would Seth Rogen have made a better version of this if it was all men? So the movie was produced by uh, Adam McKay and Will
3: Ferrell, so it would probably have a lot more like dick jokes. If it, yeah, more dick jokes. This, with Seth it, it,
2: yeah, that's what I'm. This sounds like a like a female version of, of like a movie that would have been totally bullshit dick jokes if it was done by the usual crowd. It's like the Inbetweeners movie. It sounds all right.
3: Yeah, it's, I would say it's like kind of like a Neighbors overseas. All right, you've yeah.
0: seen the Inbetweeners movie,
3: yeah? So have I. <laughs> Those are weird aside. <laughs> okay, any other goodies or uh, just the last thing? I not to spoil, and I'm not going to spoil anything from Solo, but for because of a, a plot point of that movie, I decided to revisit uh, the Star Wars Clone Wars. Uh, nice uh, show because it's on Netflix, and I gotta say this 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 show is like really good. It's kind of yeah. like if the prequels were good. Uh, like it's it looks amazing. It's uh it's presented in like 235 scope widescreen, which most animated films aren't even in 235. Yeah, really this, this is a TV show and it's like why sc- it's like insane. And uh, it's like all that clunky stuff about like politics and, and like new characters and weird stuff. It actually makes sense in like a, a half an hour like uh, animated series. Right. And uh it's like the storytelling is really cool
2: and it's closer to Star Trek almost cuz it tackles like a lot of yeah, yeah. Like, themes and ideas and concepts and sort of moral and it's co- like questions the, and- like the fan
3: service is like it, it it feels like natural like they give you what you want they give you like all these like duels and these characters meeting and uh instead of like clunky and weird in the movies it feels like they take they have the time and breath to ex- to get into it. Like, the plot
0: drives the action instead of trying to make it the other way around.
3: Yeah, like, I, oh, how does this person get these uh, dice or this jacket or something? Like, let's, let's do that for 20 minutes. He wears the same
2: boots for 30 years. <laughs> yeah. This but guy gave him a gun once and you, he just kept it forever. The, the, the developer of the Clone Wars show... Uh, Dave Filoni. Yeah, you suggested that he should be the guy running everything, which sounds good to me. Because this guy, no one's talking to anyone (laughs) on these fucking movies, right? There's no communication between production silos, as it were. Yeah, so Dave Filoni's
3: basically like this. He, I think he like worked his way up from very low levels to be basically the guy in charge of like story for like all the non-movie stuff, the just the universe stuff. And so, I mean, it seems like this guy has all the talent and knowledge to be like uh, Lucas Films, like uh, Kevin Feige, right? and it's all
2: canon. Can they? They? They're never going to wipe away all this stuff, right? They kind of no. Can't. Well,
3: it's one of the few things that's like official canon of, of the of the the new whatever Disney verses now, right? There's like,
2: not much left other than. And to be fair,
3: like yeah. you, they don't want you, they don't want these movies to be holding to a, a lot of like random novels and things that were written a long time ago right
2: i'm just tired of movies and sh- stories that take place between other stories because like there's only so much you can do like this person's not gonna die and this person's not gonna die and my, like, we, this you're is, so limited well unless there's like other...
3: well we'll get into this later but my more of my issue is that something like rogue one which i don't think it was the greatest thing ever but it had it built on this the thing, especially from the, the the first movie, right? And it was kind of its own thing, with its own characters. Whereas it didn't try to fit in between other things and just like be an origin story of one very specific thing that didn't need one, right? Uh, I would have liked, for example, Solo if it had just been like about the Castle Run or something, or like how Rogue One was very. We're, we're doing the opening crawl, basically, right? Anyways, so this show, I really want to check out Rebels, which was like the. Also really good. Yeah, because that, because, uh, the Clone Wars takes place in between episode two and three and Rebels takes between three and four, right? And so it's just really cool. Like, I guess I was a little burned on Star Wars, uh, before this current wave after the prequels just because of. The clunkiness and the awful scripting,
2: but there, there there's a spoiler that we're going to get to in our review. But there's a cameo, you like, yeah. You did not like. This. There's a cameo at the end of Solo It's so confounding that Rick had to start watching the Clone Wars series. No, so, like, what the fuck? Okay, I got to watch this show now to understand so, what the hell just yeah, happened. Was I was I bit. was
3: actually already aware of that. What you're
0: talking about. Yeah, I'd heard of this too. It's so confusing, everybody. Yeah.
3: I well, I read an article
1: about this very thing, saying, "Here's a very specific spoiler. I wish I actually had known going in." And so there was a discussion about whether or not this particular spoiler actually
2: makes it better. Yeah, knowing I read ahead an article
0: of time, asking if this makes my, the movie better. Yeah. Uh,
3: I so I accidentally spoiled it, and I don't think it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: What what did you watch, Mike? What
1: are your goodies here? Uh, well, we were talking about Stitcher and taking all your uh, your information. This is, this is nothing, actually. I, was just, you I found watched? it hilarious. I was, in Ho- I was in Hawaii on my honeymoon. I know what you watched, but go. No, no, you don't. Fuck. I watched multiple ads from big corporations apologizing to the public and saying they'll do better. <laughs> so I, I saw an ad from Facebook saying, yes. we're sorry, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, do yeah. better. Wells Fargo, we're sorry. I was like, wow. I'm sorry if you're in the US listener,
0: but Jesus Christ. Like, Have you seen the, holy fi- the South Park with those? No. Oh, the, there's an older South Park episode where they, you know, they keep making apology commercials that yeah, get more and more sorry. sexual. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. he's like naked in front of a fire <laughs> on a, a bearskin yeah. rug. Yeah. Yeah. I, we're this so was just, sorry.
1: i had never seen these before and it just took me totally off guard because we were just watching TV. like, oh, okay. Thanks for apologizing for mm-hmm. being Well, you watch, you watch ads on TV? Well, yeah. We were in a hotel room. Uh, just turned the TV on.
3: I
2: thought you were going
1: to say that you watched a non Starring Cl- no, Clive I, Owen. <laughs> that's on my list, though I just didn't get around to it. Uh, right. I did watch season five of Brooklyn Nine Nine because it just showed up on Netflix uh, recently. Powered through, powered through that in two uh, days.
0: Been canceled, right? No, it's not anymore. But it got picked up. NBC by... picked
1: it up twenty four hours later. Oh. Yeah, we talked about this in the
3: last episode yeah. of the Vertical Viewing Podcast. So uh,
1: that show is great. Like they, it is one of the funniest shows on TV. I think right now. That's yeah, great. It always it hits it hits the level all the time. I love it uh but i also watched season two i'm almost done of sensate because i had forgotten me too about it i forgot all about this show well it's like
3: <laughs> i actually really this, they, they did cancel this one
1: they did yeah. they did the series finale is coming out in a, like a. it's like a movie a right yeah yeah uh i actually really dig this show like it does a lot of stuff that's very unique i find with the, the
3: story, the, the Wachowskis, Wachowski gang, Wachowski siblings. Yeah,
1: H- have any of you seen no. this? Watched it? Just part, Red, you, just the you first season. Out the first season, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's the overall. It takes a plot. little while to get into, right? It, yes, it does it, take yeah. a few episodes that, for that sure. That was my
3: main problem.
1: But once, it, like once you do, if you stick with it, and it does grab you, it's really rewarding. But it, I, it's not necessarily for everybody. But there's this whole like so the the idea is. There's a homo sensorium, like a different branch of evolution.
0: You've already lost me.
3: Well, so like...
1: Like
0: not homo sapiens, homo sensorium.
1: (laughs) Sensorium.
3: Um So groups... Is it like homo superior in the X-Men?
1: Sort of. (laughs) It's like groups of people that can communicate telepathically and experience and see what they're seeing. Are there
3: like seven of them or nine of
2: them? There's eight. Oh, what? Uh, Who knew? Because it's like Um, they sensate. It's like a
1: sensation. But this does international really well. Like, they all speak English.
3: Um, I heard the main reason it cancels because uh, it, it's it seems like so it's, international, right? They have like a lot of locations. To I was be, gonna
1: say this seems so like it's super yeah. expensive yeah. to produce because yeah. they're in Nairobi, they're in uh, India,
3: it's like, like all super expensive places to shoot, and,
1: and it looks great. Like so, you get a sense of all these different cultures. So it does that international representation pretty well. But the overarching plot is that there's this shady government organization that's after them all, right? I don't care so much about that. That sort of moves things forward. What really happens is it's all about the characters going through all of these like life-defining moments together and getting strength from each other. Like it's it's got a it's, great message. It's really good. Yeah. Like uh, and very emotional. Uh, like one of the characters is an action star in Mexico and he is closeted uh, because he's like this super action star uh, and he struggles with coming out or someone going to leak that he's gay. Possibly ruining his career, but then one of the characters is a trans woman in San Francisco who's like a super hacker. So that they have like all this insight from all of these different personalities, lifting each other up and making them better. But each person knows
2: what it's like to be in yeah, it's each not other's just, shoes, it's right? Not just it's empathy. Like I, I it's felt literally
1: they feel it. Yeah, like it's it's really I can't, you can't I can't really compare it to anything. So that's I think why I enjoy watching it. And it's they a neat do premise. they do these moments. It's really about the moments through the series. Um, as opposed to the whole taking it as a whole, so there's all these fantastic
2: moments that they put together. Is it sort of, it's sort of, sort of like the scene in The Matrix One where he's mm-hmm. like, "I know kung fu," but like all the time for eight people who just keep going, like, "I know kung fu." Well, well, and it comes to the other guy's like, "I know biochemistry," <laughs> like you know, whenever they need that, to, that awful. <laughs> whenever they need to know something, they just pick one of their cool. It's uh, like sinking, egos.
0: You're like sinking your brain with somebody else's.
1: That does happen. Uh, but it's not quite as cheesy as you might think. Uh, yeah, I I'd like, check it out. It's If you can't get past the first few episodes, I don't fault you for that, because it does have a pacing issue, and there really is a huge buy-in. I just found it really rewarding myself after that. Uh, so I could see why Netflix canceled it, because it's super expensive. It looks great because
2: of that. But a lot of people will probably turn it off after the first episode, which is too bad. I like that they went all over the world, like, that factors into the whole idea of the show it sort of would devalue it if they did it all in vancouver vancouver yeah. for example at like the bridge studios for cheap you know yeah you'd notice <laughs> it, 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 when you do see you on like loca- all the other netflix shows that yeah. You hear. yeah when you see on location stuff you're like sweet wide shots expensive yeah. Yeah. The, so, the more you zoom out, the more it costs. <laughs> I think, um...
1: Kath, uh, and just one more character thing here really quickly. I think Kaffius, yes, he's a dude in Nairobi. He drives a a, a commuter bus called the Van Dam. <laughs> so, yeah, I, it's awesome. So like, Does he
3: do the splits over it?
1: No, no, no but That's he's got cool. Van Dam painted all over it, and they play <laughs> movies inside, like just... Just Van Damme movies. So, all the commuters that ride into the city to work every day watch Van Damme movies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's, it's it's amazing. Strange detail. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's
2: a funny little quirk. I like the Wachowski
0: games. Sims. You know what? Sisters.
1: Uh, like, I do too. Uh, Jupiter Ascending
2: was hot garbage, but I kind of dig it.
0: Gravity Boots, man.
2: Like, Cloud Atlas is a giant clusterfuck, but it's an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, like, it's so bad, but it's so weird and cool and dumb. Because they just and do b- awkward and bad makeup. It's so weird
3: watching a Korean people, a Korean woman as a white person. <laughs> they a, take yeah, a they white take white more
2: risks. That, guy. Yeah, they take more risks than than most filmmakers or well, even will. And they like to, to
1: do. they like to examine identity a lot, right? I, like I think they have a unique perspective since they both are like trans women now. I, th- I think their yeah. Work, their, oh, yeah,
3: their work would be better if they were able to express their ideas more inexpensively. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> they just need to... I
2: don't know who keeps bankrolling their insane things, man. But
3: uh,
1: Oh, and really quick, I watched Tomb Raider, the new one, Oh,
2: and thought... What do you think? Like, Alicia Vikander is okay.
3: Was her neck okay?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whose neck, was, whose neck was longer, was, her neck or uh, Ty Sheridan's leg <laughs> on the poster for Ready Player One? Ty Sheridan's leg, <laughs> for sure. But, like, she did an okay job. They...
1: Uh, did we talk about this? Was I was I not here for that episode? I think only uh,
3: Dan.
2: I forget yeah, I who even I saw the
3: movie. None of us. Okay. You guys should really listen to your own podcast.
2: Well, no, none of us core dudes were willing to go to Tomb Raider. Yeah. We've done over a hundred. So, it's hard to keep.
1: I up. do like every any time I'm in a hotel room, I have I have to order a movie. Uh, Why? It's because something I was doing since I was younger, like I convinced my parents, like that's the first time I saw Stargate
3: was in a hotel room. Doesn't it cost like $14? 20 <laughs>
2: Oh my god! Uh, 20, wow. 20 US dollars. Like so the we theater. basically
1: purchased it but I was like, screw it, it's my honeymoon. And you're lying um, in
3: your comfortable bed. Yes. You, nice king-size bed. You you I almost have, fell asleep. You couldn't have purchased it like on iTunes on your computer or your iPad or something? And yeah. Then cast then, it to the not, TV? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's his
1: honeymoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the US. I, I, pff, I don't have data. Uh... So this was okay. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't get Wi Fi. You tell well, we didn't get Wi Fi. Yeah. <laughs> this was okay. He's on his honeymoon. Right? Uh, my biggest complaint is that it seemed too video gamey. Like they just tried to
3: make it. That seems like a w- interesting complaint.
1: Well, it's it's based on a video game, but the problem with video game movies, I find a lot are they try to have all these action sequences which are very video yeah. gamey. Yeah. yeah. Like they, you don't need to imitate the. That like I don't want to watch Nathan Drake in an Uncharted movie, like press X to grab onto a rock and then press X to grab onto another rock and well, like run away. Everyone from... in the audience should have yeah. To press X. Like I don't I don't want to see that. So uh, it, that was complaint number one. Complaint number two was that they removed the mysticism from it. Like Tomb Raider has always had a supernatural element. Like that's just been part of its core DNA from its inception. Uh, this was like they were talking about this magical uh japanese queen who like could command the dead or bring people back from the dead or cause the death like and then they found her and it, she was just a plague carrier so they removed any sense of the supernatural whatsoever mm-hmm.
2: and tried to make it i don't know indiana jones well, but how, indiana jones had super, did, like yeah how did they tackle that They they sort of like it did always kind of go into paranormal shit right it was always in Tomb Raider? Think, you'd think yeah. they'd
0: explained it but then there was something else that was a little bit beyond but well
1: in the, like this is based off of the first two revitalized tomb raider games like it's mostly the first one where you're on the island and she be- she tomb becomes Man. she becomes the tomb raider she becomes lara croft because she's an experienced
0: so, so she, she she raids a tomb if yeah, you will y-
1: yeah yeah but at the end of that she comes across Kimiko, I think, is the queen's name, and she's like a supernatural entity that has an undead army of like ancient Japanese warriors that are just wrecking the island once they're released.
2: So you can press X a
1: lot,
0: which is well, yeah. What is the character's name? Kimiko, Kumiko, the treasure hunter.
1: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, But they got rid of that, so it's just a corpse. Who, who, if you touch
2: her, you will get this plague that's been sitting dormant forever. Is Um, is this movie less? So they tried to legitimize it somehow. But is this is this movie doesn't sound like it's essential in any way. It's no, not at all. Like I useless. It was not worth $20 in a hotel room, oh, let me tell you that's that.
1: That's
0: too bad. But how does it ho- co- compare to Angelina Jolie's Tomb Raider? Worse. It's <laughs> worse.
3: The first one was okay,
2: right? Yeah. That's the first, yeah, the it's first actually Tomb Raider was fun. not bad. Yeah, well, like for a long time, I think that was maybe the best video game movie. It's a very low bar, but yeah, it, that or like more Angelina combat. Jolie
0: <laughs> is easy on the eyes, and that movie well, is a lot of fun. to and watch. It,
3: That movie also started her whole thing with the uh, like her section son and her yeah. being a citizen of the country and her yeah. ab- ambassadorship.
1: Yeah. and like it Cambodia. understood the game. It like it understood, and this reboot tries to make a grittier, more grounded Lara, but it still has its roots in crazy supernatural shit because that makes it more exciting. Like the second game, you basically
0: meet Jesus. Oh cool. Jesus. Christo. Yeah.
2: That's okay. what I watched. Well, I, I uh I kind of want to meet Jesus Christo now <laughs> as Lara Croft. <laughs> uh I'd watch that. Yeah. Uh, okay, I watched a few things, including well, okay. Do I do I talk about the thing I'd never seen before? Yeah, I yeah. watched Triple X The Return of Xander Cage. Okay.
0: And there's this the whole there's thing, some, like sweet, extreme stunts in this.
2: I heard it's, they have a DJ in the movie for no reason. It's amazing, like what? skateboarding and rollerblading. Okay. And st- Let me talk about the opening of Triple X3, Xander Cage, Return of Xander Cage, because okay. he came back. Because the second Triple X film, if you Ice don't Cube. recall, yeah, it was Ice Cube. Uh, Vin Diesel, I think, had to go uh, and do, I don't know, probably uh, R- Riddick films, I think, probably, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Sounds good. Oh, I believe he did the pacifier Oh yes. But the opening <laughs> Which of, is also part of the Riddick universe. The opening of Triple X three is amazing because it involves Vin Diesel uh, climbing a huge radio tower. And you're like, Oh man, this is gonna be dope. He's a, you know, he's a base jumper, he's an extreme sports guy. He is kind <laughs> of like the premise of the movie is so dated. He lives to get radical, right? He is one of the dudes from he's point break, essentially super extreme. He is Patrick Swayze. He's extreme to the max. He's mads. like
0: Mountain Dew and Doritos in human form.
2: <laughs> Climbing up this radio tower in the jungle, and he tears off this, this sort of transmitter thing. And he, uh, he gets caught. Oh. And, he, and he jumps down off of the... You know, he's jumping down through all the parkour and through the, the rungs of this tower and down into the jungle. Then he starts surfing through the jungle
0: surfing wait a minute yeah because the
2: jungle is smooth right yeah yeah he's he's I, guess, snowboarding? I guess yeah he's kind of snowboarding through the jungle okay. uh, uh, on, then, on
0: like a metal thing
2: yeah and then he then he swaps to his one of his buddies in the town halfway down the hill has like a skateboard ready for him. Oh, i thought you were gonna say <laughs> a, nice, a shield from moria no i yeah, mean swaps, swaps to a skateboard now he starts like darting down the hill Kick flipping everywhere, doing amazing stunts like one of those really long skateboards that's low, that's sort of like a longboard. Like tiered, I yeah, think. but but it's it's really legit, and it's one like where a the guys luge almost. kind of you know where the guys put their hands behind their backs and they're kind of doing like the like whoosh, the X Games kind guys. of like some crazy downhill skateboard thing, yeah, yeah. and uh, and he's dodging cops. It's fucking dope. There's action sequences. And, uh, then he gets down to the bottom of the hill and. Hold on, there's action sequences during this action sequence? Inception, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's inception, yeah. Once he gets down to the bottom of the hill though, it just turns out that this transmitter, he plugs it into this little shed and he, and he just starts broadcasting the, the World Cup game to, to the poor kids in the village and. Everyone's like, yay, thank you, X. Thank you, Xander. But yay. wait a minute. It I feel was like the... there was
0: a way easier way to.
2: He
1: is the worst covert ops agent I've ever heard There's of. There's a question, he's, though. He's you like said the bottom H-
0: of the hill. His vehicle that he escaped on was a skateboard, and
2: his he momentum just, he was just gravity. It.
0: So, like, when he gets to the bottom <laughs> of the hill, the authorities could just catch him.
2: No, no, no. He, he's so fast. He's like, he's. Oh, he escaped him on the hill. Well it it's they never to thought the, to look at the bar. I don't want to ruin this. It's, a, it's an amazing film. It. He it's bro- an amazing he film. broke the sound barrier on this board. Uh, <laughs> I but watch but it. The, this this movie's such a, a a desperate attempt and successful attempt to turn the Triple X franchise into Fast and the Furious. Characters die and come back from the dead all the time and we got Sam Jackson in this. There's other cameos in this that are so obviously designed to get people riled up and jumping out of their seats and going oh shit
0: sweet trailer there's a
2: cameo at the end of the movie where a character comes in with a rocket launcher and just starts icing everybody it's like a grand theft auto (laughs) like i've put in the invincibility code and the all weapons uh cheat like there there are some scenes in this that are on par with some of the great moments in some of the furious films we're not obviously topping any of them but uh if you want an even dumber Fast and the Furious film that doesn't take itself seriously, like those films sometimes do, we're talking about
0: rainforest surfing here.
2: Well, this the plot in this one involves uh, bringing satellites down from space. Like it's sort of you can override satellites with this computer program, and then like zap them down onto different like, locations, like kind of just like these like meteors. You can just send a satellite into a city and be like, boom! Uh, amazing.
0: Yeah, it's actually really good. Sounds like a Mission Impossible movie.
2: It's way better than any Mission Impossible movie. (laughs) Bite your tongue. Donnie Yen is in this fucking thing. So, yes, it is better. Donnie Yen is absolutely skull-smashing in this. He he makes everything better. He's amazing. There's a scene in this um, where they're playing hot potato with a grenade. Uh, It feels like people should have superpowers, in triple x oh they, vin they, diesel has superpowers it's in real all, life. but it feels like these people should just be able to like control energy, like fire breathing like uh, x-men power shit like it's funny that none of them like it looks like they just should be superheroes
0: you know what it's like triple x is like a movie that they would watch in the fast and the furious universe it's
2: so good it's actually so good. There's a scene in it where they like. Uh, well, XXX, the original. Read between the lines. This is the franchise and, like, f- he left. The Fast and Future to make, e- right? Exactly. There, there's a scene good in move. this where uh, yeah. where Vin Diesel uh, assists one of his teammates in a sniper shot. He's like, "Read between the lines." And if it, for those who are not looking right now, you put your finger to your temple and you put your middle finger down, mm-hmm. so you can actually fire a bullet right through this little space in your fingers headshot this motherfucker it's yeah. amazing so is this like did Dom Toretto become an action star it's and this is the movie that. that he made it, it, it's it's really interesting to watch Vin Diesel as this character because he's smiling and he uh, sleeps with a ton of women and he makes like stupid jokes and he's he's a fun loving guy who doesn't think that he's this amazingly tough grumbling powerhouse dude it's does he actually such- have charisma in this as much as Vin Diesel has, but it it, it is like <laughs> he is groove. It is it is refreshing to see him, what you would think would be another Dom Toretto character, play this as a very happy-go-lucky kind Cause, of cause like he, he's, he's he, loose. He's loose, and he's he's a goddamn fucking extreme sports enthusiast. So. It, there is an element of fun to that. And then, but the funniest thing about this whole movie is in trying to be a Fast and the Furious clone, it even replicates the the mantra of Fast and Furious, where that one would be, uh, I think it's, it's like family. Yeah. I don't, ha- I don't got friends. I got family, right? Being the sort of repeated line from the Fast and Furious movie in Triple X, they say X takes care of its own. <laughs> What? Brutal. Wow. That's really weak. Triple X, return to Xander Cage, everybody. Anyway. Oof. I watched Blade Trinity. <laughs> it's really bad. It's filmed in Vancouver. So it's you're just going Blade, Blade Trinity
0: is uh, starring the Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds yeah, there's, there's, Jessica Biel, right? There are scenes say, in this where
2: he is basically playing
1: Deadpool. Dude, Sony Walkman. Did, did you get the desire to watch a Blade movie after seeing donnie yen in
2: triple x because he was in two i'd been meaning to watch blade trinity for a long time because of uh the mcbarge playing such a huge Uh. part in it so if the the mcbarge is this nasty dirty barge mcdonald's was built for expo 86 and it is sat derelict in abandoned (laughs) abandoned in like coal harbor for 30 years just gathering disgusting spores and Mold you go camp and, on it. Yeah, it's a weird fucking spot. But in the mid two thousands, two thousand three, approximately, whatever, they towed this thing into North Fan and filmed a bunch of scenes for Blade Trinity on it, which turned out to be as rotten <laughs> as the McBarge. But it's it's amazing. Like, like I would say, maybe thirty or forty percent of Blade Trinity is sh- it takes place on board this small decrepit old McDonald's that was a floating restaurant in. 1986 for two months.
0: Listen, Jessica Biel puts her headphones in. She kicks to ass her Sony Walkman, yeah, and just trains. It is funny.
2: What yeah. else did I watch briefly? Forty Seven Ronin is one of the. Were you just
1: on like a terrible movie kick this week? Like, he likes swords. Dude. Doing what you do. That's right? fair. That's fair. Someone had to. I wasn't here. Uh, these yep.
2: these choices are very eclectic. <laughs> Forty Seven Ronin is is embarrassingly bad. Oh, man. I don't even know where to start on that one. I don't. I don't even have the energy. Uh, And then finally, I watched The Village, M. Night Shyamalan's frustrating, squandered masterpiece. Is that his fourth? See, I I
0: actually, this is a movie that I really like, and I always like talking about, like, what's so bad about The Village? (laughs) It's
2: because it's... The twist? Yeah. It relies so heavily on that being... And and it and it up until... Roger Deakins shot this all with... Oh, Canada what? Trump. And that's why... It's it when a crazy-ass movie. The first it's it's time so I, good.
0: The first... You say it relies on this twist, but the first time I saw this movie, this twist was, <clears throat> yes, a surprising twist, but at the same time, didn't... That uh, did not... I, I didn't feel like the movie relied on it. I felt like the whole movie leading up
2: to that was a really masterful film in terms it, of it the is suspense. Am, oh, it's amazing. The, the act, The performances are unbelievable it's just it squanders all of that in the last few minutes like it just in the throws last it out 20 the window. yeah and 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 it's makes it it devalues all of the amazing setup that you've done and it's just a bizarre strange self-serving twist that's more juvenile i think than the rest of the movie that he was making yeah right i don't know i don't know if
0: i agree I think that it's.
2: I can see what you're try, saying. Try it again. It 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 just. Yeah, I how, haven't watched how, it in a how while. How good to be fair. the first four fifths of it is just kind of feels like it's just out undone by this lame twist. Hmm. it, it, it would have been better if the rest of the movie wasn't as good as it is, because then you wouldn't care. Because I remember this movie I liked so
0: much, and then I saw The Lady in the Water, and it was like... Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's when everything... This <laughs>
2: The village was like the sort of pivot point in... The crux. Yes, everything started to go downhill from there because mm. the hype was probably too high. Even mid-film, what you're saying is
0: mid-film is the crux of yeah. Shyamalan. It's
2: literally when William Hurt opens the shed and shows her all the suits hanging in the thing, and is like, we did it. It's us. <laughs> it's also...
0: Two thousand
2: four, yeah. And M Night Shyamalan works in the visitor center. And if you tell him, if you complain to him uh, about a hard day, he'll tell you how how difficult it is to keep planes from flying over this place. Yeah, you're. You might be. There's some clunky shit happening towards the last. Uh, yeah, this this just
3: reminds me when M Night Shyamalan was in uh, entourage as a character.
0: I don't remember that. Was this when he was liked or disliked? <laughs> I think it was around the time
3: of, like, maybe after this movie. Shit was happening. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there was a whole plot line about his next movie and, like, Ari being his agent.
2: Guys, I heard there's a a sabak game down the street that we can go to. Apparently, can, it's really good to play if we can lie and you can it We can lie and say what? that we have I'm a spaceship. and
0: created a thing that's up my sleeve that, like, holds the card.
2: Oh. Is that a spoiler? Nah.
0: not gonna say that i didn't pay for these
2: i forgot there was one thing in uh
0: but you didn't tri-
2: in triple x triple x yeah yeah. i forgot the most important thing they go um they go surfing with dirt bikes <laughs> wait what do you mean no you can do that the they go dirt- surfing with dirt bikes
1: so you just you put the ski on the front and
3: then the little,
1: scoops little on the scoops
2: pop out of the dirt bike yeah they go they go <laughs> they go they go j- bike, wait, bike the,
3: surfing are, are the wheels still going
2: yeah. Yep. Burfing. It's Dude, called. they go dirt Where bike the skis surfing. Go? Motherfucker, they go dirt bike surfing. Surf Donnie N and Vin Diesel go dirt bike surfing. Is this how long is this movie? Probably longer than you
3: wanna
1: get out.
2: If it's ninety minutes, I can I can see you me. Mis-
3: you see, how'd you
0: guys let me beat you on that? One? Come on. There's no liars in this game. Just players. The seat taken. Mm. Nobody's in the seat, that I ain't taking front So this is, uh, Sabak? Sabak. Sabak. Got it. you played before? A couple times, yeah. Captain Lindo Calrissian. Han Solo. Looks like you're uh, having a good day. I'm a lucky guy. Can I ask you a question, Captain Calrissian? Anything, Han? It's Han, but that's okay. I heard a uh, story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is
2: true. So that was a clip from Solo, a Star Wars story. Through a series of daring escapades deep within a dark and dangerous criminal underworld. The mean streets. Han Solo meets his mighty future co-pilot Chewbacca and encounters the notorious gambler, Lando Calrissian.
0: Notorious. Okay. Okay childish maybe.
2: Solo is directed by Ron Howard and it stars Alden Ehrenreich, Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, Donald Glover, Paul Bettany and Thandie Newton, but also John Favreau as Rio Durant, <laughs> but also <laughs> and uh Phoebe
3: Waller-Bridge
2: as uh as that's Leet. <laughs> yeah, Leet. L337, mm-hmm. aka Leet, which is really lame. But she's kind of cool like this movie. Okay, guys, this movie's here. Would that it were so (laughs) simple. I really wish that he had said that, because it would have been so meta. My head would have exploded. Because that line is about... (laughs) (laughs) Being a bad actor. Being a bad actor. (laughs) (laughs) He's fine. So, guys, what did we think of Solo? And what did we think of Alden Ehrenreich? And is it hard to adjust your brain to this new version of Han Solo that really isn't Han Solo.
0: It's like a sweetheart solo, kind of. It's
2: I, like a Ron Solo. <laughs>
0: Ron
3: Howard. Solo. I, I knew solo. things were going to be rough when they had title cards.
2: <laughs> Instead of the crawl, but like, they used title, the title cards. Even the title cards were so clunky, and then this, they had the logo of the movie in neon. This is the closest to a Western that we've ever gotten in any of the Star Wars movies, though. It's, it's I really wish it. I wish it was dark. closer. It's it's like a noir Western kind of thing, and yeah, and, and they crib the samurai stuff at the end of the, the desert with the, the some of the shots. But does Alden Ehrenreich do it for you, Red? What What did you think of this movie? Sometimes he did, sometimes
0: he didn't. Would that it were so simple. It's, it's <laughs> he, just so, it's such a tough, it's an impossible job. Yeah, no, he sometimes, but it wasn't really his fault. I mean, it was the no. material he was working with. And sometimes I liked the, the like smarmy sort of roguish charm, but sometimes it was really unearned. And then he would grin and it just seemed like almost cringe worthy. I, I, there was a lot of missed opportunity. Um, with the character in this film, I mean, he's speaking Wookiee and we get no explanation. I like how he can fly like an ace. There and was, we get it was no explanation. There it was
1: an elective in Asgard.
3: There, there, are, there are subtitles when he speaks Wookiee when there are never any subtitles for anyone, like right? It's like hilarious. Yeah, well, and I then mean, it stops to keep it. Yeah.
2: Does it, that establish maybe this whole time in the Star Wars universe, Han was speaking Wookiee? But, Wookie, but it makes just, no
0: sense because. <laughs> Chewbacca understands English. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So <laughs> the movie had its highs and its lows. I had a lot of fun watching it. Um like we were it's, saying, L was it E three E seven or whatever? Yeah, L three. L three. Um I actually enjoyed She's great. that joke. Um the you know, robot rights. Um the way that he played uh or uh Glover played against the robot was was really well done. Um I actually Enjoyed uh, childish Gambino in this movie a little bit more than I thought, but I also didn't think that he really matched with the character that we see later. Um, what are you talking? About? He's like a, a car. He's like this embodies that that performance.
2: I don't know. I don't like mean, he. I think feel like he's purposely stepped away from the sort of hello. What have we here? Like I feel like that was he. He knowingly sort of stepped away from that because that f- would be more like an impression to me yeah. to,
3: to me Glover and Aldermark are doing two opposite things of ex- established characters right like Almar pretty much did his own thing right with like little things of, like to to evoke Han solo whereas um Glover really channeled like uh his energy like I, to me that's like what a young version of lando that's what it kind of feels like right but what, there's also just a lot he wore of capes himself. and scarves well, there's a lot of attitude the playfulness
1: there. right well,
2: there's a lot of just straight donald glover in there too yeah though.
1: but we also yeah. have to realize these aren't the characters we know this is their nascent form right like they they're not going to be exactly the same but
3: uh-huh. like i feel like in this movie uh like uh kira says like he's basically a good guy he's not really a scamp like i feel like We should have gotten a story that worked up to where Han Solo was at the beginning of A New Hope, but it doesn't. He has, like, the same kind of arc as A New Hope in this movie, right? Yeah, when do we get to see him be a scoundrel? That's
1: because Reich signed on for three films. We can't
2: get there yet.
3: No, but he's a good guy at the end of this movie already. So in the next movie, he's just going to revert back to a scoundrel and get back into a good guy? That's my point.
2: Uh, Rick, did you enjoy
3: Solo? I actually it, during watching this movie, it's like very fun, very loose. But like as soon as it's over, it like it crumbles. Like I knew I was in for a rough ride when uh, he signs up for the army, and we have the origin scene scene of his last name. That
2: is absolutely excruciating. That is rough. <laughs>
3: like that. Like
2: it's like it, it's a, you can it's see an,
3: it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a answer to a, in, in search of a question no one asked. Well, that's right? the
2: whole movie, I think, in in a nutshell. Unfortunately, and the prequel concept in general primarily they answer questions that none of us give a fuck about in this case you can tell the actor delivering the line is cringing because he goes he's like Solo, this is what we're eh? going with hmm. <laughs> Solo. You're, you're alone yes so. <laughs> it, it it it's painfully rough the whole audience began one of a sequence of cringe moments uh, that culminated in the cameo at the end but you you still enjoyed yourself i guess it's it's a fun breeze like movie but it's of no consequence it
3: feels a lot like the prequel to me this is the worst star Wars yes. film since the prequels it's like a prequel it's, i mean it, there's just
0: and it's like it is a prequel
3: i said earlier i what wish it mean? i wish it had set out to, to 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 tell a confined story kind of like road one with existing characters that we knew instead of these lame origin aspects of uh han solo um <laughs> We get a, a a brief shower scene with Han solo and Chewie. What was that so weird that was a relic of <laughs> it's a good Miller joke lord there's a good joke like, like yeah, uh, uh, the, um, they cut they they cut they reshot and cut out a lot of stuff right so it seems weird they just left left that in um so much of the movie just feels weird and unnecessary there's the the like uh he, the beginning is uh, this this love story with his, his sweetheart and then she just shows up coincidentally as the number two like lieutenant of the gangster Paul Bettany. That's
2: really awkward,
3: right? And, like all the stuff happens like I don't know like a lot of Star Wars the stuff happens because it's a small universe coincidental, but it the feels
0: Force brings it all. Yeah, yeah. it feels
3: particularly cunkly in this movie. There are weird like crosses and character turns that feel completely unexplained, unearned, like. There's like a re- there's reveals about characters who we just saw like a few seconds earlier that like what um, yeah it's just it's just bizarre. Uh, uh, I'll say this: the movie looked great. Like I think Bradford Young's cinematography was gr- amazing. It, like the
2: the 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 lighting and the fluidity, the shots. There's some scenes that are just lit with only one color, right? They're just yeah, like, in, in a blue tone or just in in a tan gr- brownish tone and. There are some bold visual choices.
3: I, and I'm not a huge fan of Ron Howard, but I, I gotta say, like, the movie feels fluid. It doesn't feel as ch- choppy or janky the way even, like, Rogue One felt, where I could tell, you could tell, like, things were fixed. Like, it felt fairly fluid, even though I don't think it was a great movie. Um, it, it And, like, as soon as it's over, you're like, that was that was fun, but completely unnecessary. I, I feel like I learned less about the characters that we already knew than learned more about them. Um, it just—it was very disappointing. Hmm.
2: But you had fun.
3: Sure, it's fun. It's like like the actors. The acting was good. The most the the. But these these like,
2: these are ordinary movies now, right? Yes, yeah, they're
3: definitely
0: watered down.
2: Hoffman said, "What do you think?" I thought it was all right.
1: Um, I enjoyed myself while I was watching this film. I kept thinking though that this would be great if it wasn't solo. Yeah. Like if this was if we t- removed him and Chewie and just had other characters we were following th- in the Star Wars universe, I honestly forgot he was Han Solo. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. not to knock Aaron Aaron uh, Reich because he at times he does a really good job with the little nuanced movements and like his poses he strikes. Okay, I can see I can see Han there, but I don't give a shit. Like when I was watching the trailers for this. I don't really care about Han. like I'm just gonna throw that out there. He's not my favorite character in the Star Wars Mythos.
3: Also, the reason why he's great is because of this w- weird swagger of Harrison Ford who kind of like hated the character, right And it, it, like you, there's not a lot of lingering questions about him. He's fairly c- containing self-explained. And, and uh, used in small doses yeah. as well. And Eric, Reich, like he's having the time of his life, <clears throat> but I just kept feeling like he's hasn't earned all these like idioms of Han Solo because he hasn't done anything yet, right? He's still to, to, in these other movies.
1: Yeah, this is his origin, right? This is fresh-faced Han, who is who is the good guy, as Kira says. He's not really... He's trying to convince himself he's not, but this is his true nature, right? And this, since he has signed on for three, I can't help but think this is... The setup, right? The the end without getting the spoilers is really supposed to subvert that good guy. Like he's he's not that anymore. It, it hasn't worked out for him, uh, so now he won't
3: be until a new hope. But I think it's hilarious they gloss over. Like it cuts to like three years later, and like it skips him being in uh, flight school and getting kicked out of the army. Sort yeah, of. That yeah, that would
1: that would have been yeah. interesting. That was uh, like the most interesting I, as part, as right? Said,
0: yeah. That that would have been interesting to see. Yeah, uh, G, Han Solo learning to fly. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, yes. Like Hollywood. Scott
3: said, and like, he, he's just good at everything. He's good at playing cars and flying and driving. Oh. We never... Speaking
0: tons of languages. Yeah. Well, uh, even though he's been stuck on this, this like, like third world planet. Yeah, right. he was raised by, like, a centipede in the sewers. Yeah.
2: I did like the scene where she's like, you just made a clicking sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, It's <yeah, yeah. laughs> not a grenade. That no, was, I didn't. See, all of, good.
1: all of the humor... Like, those are... The carryovers from Lord and Miller, right? Like I can see that humor. That's them, and it just doesn't jive with the
2: rest of the story. Like, man, I think I think the there's the an abso- there's a hysterical Star Wars movie would, in on on the vault floor, locked away in I Disney.
1: Would've, I would have loved to have seen that because I didn't really give a shit about what Han was going through in this journey. Yeah. Um. And again, what I I want to just reiterate, this would have been really interesting and fun to watch. More so than it was, because it was pretty fun to watch. If it wasn't Han, like, we got into crime syndicates. We, we learned a little bit more about that. Like, with Crimson Dawn, I want to know about the underbelly. I don't need established characters for that. It just wrecks everything they're trying yeah. to show us. And, yeah. and
3: literally, all, all the plot
2: and all the th- plans, they
3: are made up on the fly in this movie, right?
2: Yeah. Well, they're a bunch of bandits and marauders, right? They don't know what the fuck they're doing.
3: But it's like... It's, Everything fails and it seems of a little consequence.
2: Like the, the
1: bond between Chewie and Han, just I thought more happened. Like they, they when they, when they met, yeah, they, they yeah. had they had some fisticuffs. He helped him escape. Spoiler, Uh and then they hang out together for a little while. Like that's yeah. well, well you, the, you you had there the, was always that
2: life debt, right? When when we read the backstory, yeah, or the and that lore doesn't of, come up at all. Did, but guys, is guys, that
3: not a thing. Chewbacca is it's too long a name. I'm gonna have to think of a nickname. See, that's the more important thing. Yeah, three syllables is rough, guys.
1: Two also that's, that's not how nicknames matter. work. You you don't um <laughs> I I really wanna like I wanna see the, the Han Solo shower movie, because I swear that their friendship <laughs> was cemented in that in shared that. shower. Something like, happened in there. What happened that <laughs> we couldn't Shui, that we just
3: stuck around <laughs> we, forever? We couldn't do this one <laughs> one after another.
2: Um so yeah, I, I I was not a fan of this movie, but I did enjoy watching it and in retrospect, some of the things are actually pretty cool about it. I just want to throw this out. Uh, I was talking about the
1: action. This yeah. is some of the, a- the best action I've seen in a while because the characters are actually moving as if they know what's happening, mm. and they make smart decisions during the action scenes. I, uh, they that, move like human beings. That, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't overstate how much I appreciate that because so many Hollywood films make action scenes where the characters do shitty, stupid things just to ratchet up the tension, and I, I hate it.
2: Yeah, yeah, they worked here for the most part. Um, I feel like, okay, do you guys remember the opening, the, the prologue of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? I've never seen. That oh, song. with River Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> this is like a stretch down a whole movie. Make a two hour and fifteen minute version of that, and, and I feel like that is literally yeah. what Solo is. There's a train. Uh, there's the sort of guys taking the hat, right? Which is the sort scar, of taking the jacket. Y- yeah. So, and the, so Beckett. The Beckett. Woody Harrelson's character would be that older guy that River Phoenix is sort of Idolized. tailing and, and trying to take that golden cross from. But like Beckett and uh, Han Solo, they they knew each other for like what three days? <laughs> and he's yeah. like his mentor. I uh, you know what? Like, yeah.
0: You just made me realize though. Beckett is like, in the Beckett's as cool as Han Solo was, I think. Like, I like the character of Beckett. He
1: is good. And Woody, Woody Harrelson's Woody, really good in Woody this. is really and, good. Well, and he leaves a lasting impression on Han. Like, that comes across.
2: Yeah. There's a lot more in common with an Indiana Jones film than a Star Wars film, I think, ironically enough. Which like, is if funny, because apparently, was, this apparently was an, Houston it, Ford loved this movie. But if this was an Indiana Jones origin oh, story, yeah, I, I think this would work better as an indie uh, prequel. <laughs> For whatever <It's>, reason. <sighs> like but just feel like that's the character we're building to here in some way and there's there's a few other things in the movie that reminded me of Indiana Jones um which, which involved like sort of the robots getting liberated that there's a scene that was a in, weird sub like. there's a scene in Temple of Doom that's very much like that with the little ch- child slaves getting liberated out of like a mine like oh, it's yeah. the exact same thing uh and then The Last Crusade one of the Sort of deep plot elements of, from, at least from the villain's perspective in The Last Crusade, is uh, don't trust anybody. Also, Han and his dad sleep with the same woman, right? There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> but yeah, don't don't trust anyone is is a thing that I think. Uh, oh, that is so clunky. <laughs> sure, but that that's what the villain says to Indy in The Last Crusade, and it's repeated to Han Solo multiple times here. Uh, and, the only one that hasn't fucked him over is Chewie. Yeah, and I think. If you wanted to really succeed here, you should have just made a, a shot for shot remake of Casino Royale is really what you should have done. Because there's a gam there's a gambling sequence built makes into no the sense. Se- <laughs> I know it makes no sense. I know. I'm but, with you. But it makes no sense. you could build Han Solo. you could Kate. James Bond's character, the things that Casino Royale serves his, his like the character traits that are built from that film. You could build them in a similar way for Han Solo, right? So his mistrust of of people,
3: but also Casino really worked because they totally rebooted the character, and this was not explaining an old version of the character. It was a yeah, new, right? But it
2: explains so many things about Bond, um, not just like where he got his fucking jacket, or but it all it, it, it's more like but it deep didn't, character traits. It didn't have to line up with like the
3: Sean Connery Bond, right? It didn't take place in the past. It it's so complicated, support, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's so the, complicated. Those poker scenes where they have a whole table and only two players matter. But is that a smart, Is that a better way to set your mind for this? That Alden Ehrenreich playing Han Solo is actually more of like a recasting in the Bond series. It, it's but it's he's not. not. He's not trying yeah, to play. Try to. He's not yeah. trying to play Harrison Ford exactly. He's I, trying to play whatever Han Solo is as a character, and I, and try to ignore what Harrison Ford. Did
0: I think every time he that Aaron eh- Wright grins or smiles, he's trying desperately to be I wish Harrison Ford's Han Solo? Yeah, I, I wish 100
3: yeah. more like Chris Pine's interpretation of uh, Captain Kirk. Right? That's or, interesting. It's, like, it's not yeah. an impression, but like there are moments and ticks that he's clearly embodying. Right? Yeah. There and Shatnerisms. Yeah, on. and I like because like I never think he's doing an impression, but I'm always believing that that's Captain Kirk. Kirk. Yeah. Uh, it's just so great, and I, and I, and I think it also helps that, that those movies are more ensembles instead of just focusing on Kurt, whereas this is it's called Solo. This is a movie about Solo and his origins and where he came
2: from, which hurt him. I think they needed to cast someone with just more natural charisma. Like, no offense to Alden Ehrenreich. But it's also weird, too, because... Um, it's all forced. Whatever he has to do to become it feels Han Solo like... is, is going to have to be forced, whereas Harrison Ford, a lot of what he did was just, natural yeah and it feels weird because um
3: it feels like this solo should be younger but Aaron reich's like 28
2: yeah so i don't understand harrison ford was
3: like 33 when he first played him
2: how much time is left until he, i
3: think he's i think he's supposed to be younger
2: 10 years i think is is what i've read online yeah is the, it takes place 10 years before the original the yeah. new hope
3: like i'm yeah, and if they make I mean, more movies, he's going to be older than. It Harker's makes no, Ford sense. Was, right? I, it's no yeah, fucking sense,
2: I don't know. Like, I'm I'm of two minds
1: here because I understand where you're coming from, but I don't know if we should be judging him on how much he's not like Solo. That's yet. what I mean. Yeah, like it's this- also
3: like it's it's a, it's a <clears throat> character that is so embodied by one particular actor who is. <laughs> You know, has a has a reputation for being cranky and it's like all these other different things, right?
0: We keep talking about the character of Solo, and I, did, I don't know if you guys saw my tweet earlier that was about like, the, and I think this is a problem with this big franchise: is that like people are afraid to go anywhere new. The reason that we liked the new Star Wars movies that go off in different directions, or because they explore new territory. But these ones, like prequels, suck because they're it's, not going anywhere, and they're t- just trying to placate everybody. Totally, it's so hilarious. That this movie came like five, six months after Last Jedi. Last I don't Jedi
3: understand this. Is literally about the, let the past die. Yeah. yeah, the whole theme of the movie is like we yeah. have to Move get rid forward. of these uh, these Star Wars characters that we love to make better, like new, better things that we love even more. Right? And, everybody, and then was so pr- everybody
2: was so solo. Everybody was <laughs> so proud of Star Wars for making that. It was so intensive, right? Well, I love that movie.
1: Everybody might be a little off the mark. (laughs) It was pretty divisive.
2: (laughs) Everybody,
3: because I'm sure a lot of the people that hated the last Jedi love this movie, right? Except that no one's going to see it. Apparently, it bombed. Um, didn't like it's doing bad for a Star Wars movie.
1: 80 million. But speaking of new, I'm just going to throw this out there. Fight me, Enfist Nest has the best new helmet. Like. Boba Fett fans move over that okay so not they f- just went on the destiny character creation like, screen with the yeah, double it, it looks like one of the it looks like a live-action fallen from destiny for the most part that, but that, it just looks super cool yeah, that
3: to me. it reminds me of Grievous that I that thought character's it was, design is super cool but it's like not to spoil it yet but it's weird how that character is revealed it feels like it should be a bigger deal I, I agree
2: that yeah. is odd yeah. Yeah, the mask comes off, and you're like, "Who are you?"
3: Because uh, apparently, I was I was listening to some other show, and they thought they, they thought that it was gonna end up being like the child of uh, Woody Harrelson and Thaddey Newton because she was like biracial. Yeah, it, it the reveal is she's no one. We don't know her, right? Um, yeah,
1: she
0: just lives on that planet. Yeah, but badass. She's, yeah, like, she's a super badass. Yeah, her the, helmet the, is the, cool. The
1: introduction action sequence, dropping off the speeder bike onto the train, and immediately just going to town with uh, like the shield and the spear, <clears throat>
2: <Awesome>. I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, that looked awesome. Yeah. That, that looked like, like something like, out of the prequels, but then also mixed. I, I did kind of like how the design did sort of leak both ways. It, yeah. it, it, I, I couldn't figure out it, why they were strange. using
0: rail transport, <laughs> even, even like maglev trains, but like, why are you using rail transport just when you obviously have ships? just fly? Because like a it's a
2: space western, man. Thank you. Thank you. Don't you understand that this is a literal stagecoach robbery sequence? I think come the on. western, the western come connection on. is
0: tenuous because come I on, I love after ever since Firefly, I love space westerns. Tenuous,
2: dude. There's scenes at the end that they're in like a sandy, like standoff with yeah. shots in between people's legs and and gun holsters getting popped. But also, spaceships are expensive as shit.
0: They are. Wait,
2: expensive as
1: hell. Shit's probably not that expensive. <laughs> Space uh, shit. But like, we can't assume that everywhere is gonna have the infrastructure or like the funding. No, I mean, it,
3: they did that because it looked. It was gonna yeah, look cool. Like, there's no other reason. Most <laughs> well, of this movie. Yeah, true.
1: Way. But I can forgive them, right? Like, yeah, like I
3: have way bigger problems with this movie. Like the weird double crosses that are unearned. Make there's no way, sense. There's yeah, way. Yeah. There's
2: way too many triple crosses. Uh, I, I feel like right off the bat, I'm not buying. Kira and Han Solo's relationship. Where I think we're too far into into whatever's happening with them. I don't. I, I don't see. Oh, I think. I think their chemistry is pretty good. It's I fine, but I think what it
0: shows is that like if 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 what we see in this one it it shows uh, is is accurate in terms of the character development. Then it shows that Han is really naive, but it also would show that Kira is like really evil, like because he's just like as far as we can tell. He's just totally smitten, and he's going to yeah, chase her down across it's, it's, it's the cosmos. Her
2: character is held at a distance the whole time. We, we don't really know her
3: motivation. She seems like a nice person, but obviously she's a gangster. Nah, she's not well, nice. Yeah,
1: and see, here's where some of this falls apart. Like, I enjoyed watching this film, but all of the things we want to know, except maybe the Kessel Run, are off-screen. Like, There's so much Like off the screen. Academy, their relationship, because yeah. we have no idea. Yeah. All of the interesting parts that would really add a weight to this and like an emotional core and center aren't there and it's he's, just, and chewy. The relationship is like done. Yeah. And yeah, he, like, he
0: right away leaves. Like he, he, he finds out that he's just looking for other Wookiees and then very much in an unearned moment. Yeah. He, Sorry, does,
3: we're, we're, he abandons the. Uh, us, quest. The problem with pre- prequels is we we know where it's going. We know he is going to end yeah. up with Leia, right? And so we like there's a tragedy, We know there's a tragedy to this love interest, right? And even though like they, I think they have decent chemistry. It just like where's this going quickly? And Kira is present. Like she's like even though she's a gangster, her she does things in the movies that presents an evil motivation. She's played very straightforwardly as a good person, right? Nah, she's gonna. I think she's gonna become a Sith. No, you you say gonna become, but like in this movie, she's presented mostly good, even though she does bad things. Yeah, she's right?
2: she's Snoke. Well, they all do um, bad things. They're they're <laughs> all criminals, right? Sure, like
3: sure. Han, but like uh, Amelia Clark's performance is, to me, like, is very like pr- like good pro. Like, like, it's just like very light and blessed, And there's no like there's no sinister aspect to it in this movie.
1: No, and. I wish we had some tension with that. Like yes, if we had seen her, if we yeah. if we had Betty seen her the ducks, betray
3: Abby. Han right at the start, like but Scott he didn't. S- Scott spoke of uh, Casino Royale if she was more like a Vesper, right? Yeah, that's what I need here because like Vesper was presented in much the same way, but there we that, as, as that movie goes on, you you see, you get her real motivations, we, right?
2: We, we need if we're gonna start with a Han who is a more happy-go-lucky and and naive and and gullible or whatever then it, then it helps to have a character like his his guard is completely dropped and he's completely open and vulnerable and then watching someone take advantage of that and then him making a you know a decision okay I'm never trusting anyone ever again this is like how did han become a scoundrel and how did han become a solo and how did Han but, but, become a weird... No scoundrel in this, uh, But how did Han... Be, the Shot most first. important thing is how did Han become a, a furry lover? Like he, The shower scene! Like, that's what should have... That, that's <laughs>
1: the
3: first movie. It should have been an hour and a half of them showering. And
2: but, then he's going to furry conventions with Chewie? I just...
0: Yeah. All right. Could, I, I feel like we need to get into specifics. I, I wish, you wa- you want to get into spoilers? So so Chewie's like, wish. would you rub my back? And Han is like, <laughs> yes, I will.
1: I just wished that they took the time to at least show us something that would at le- would lead me to believe that i shouldn't trust these characters instead of everyone at all times basically just saying you, you can not trust, trust anybody yeah. don't trust me it's like well hey, he, like kira has done nothing but be good beckett has done nothing at all like he's been loyal to his crew that we saw like there is nothing that happens here that leads me to believe anybody except them saying they shouldn't be trusted that they're untrustworthy except for Lando yeah
2: yeah, yeah. and then some n- none of the double crossings land with no, any weight or make any sense right well it's also like <laughs>
3: hey who's gonna be this person around the corner that real, like <laughs> oh it's like, the
2: guy we just saw yeah, there's only four characters in this yeah, whole movie yeah. but we, I think we have to get into spoilers because someone dies very early on in this movie and it's a famous actor it's Han
3: Dandy Newton gets such a raw deal, oh. as you said. Also, <laughs> Woody Harrelson, Beckett, he gets over it in like a minute. Yeah. Oh yeah, so fast. It's hilarious the the their heist uh, fails and they walk over and then they have the meeting with with uh, uh, the, to Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany,
2: who is really good, by the way. Oh, I I, I thought happened did, I, to his face.
3: I it's thought he did his best, but like too much he has spice. stripes, too much spice. But there was there was there was nothing there. It, it was just like, oh, he has weird scars, so he's evil. He has like a mini double lightsaber. <laughs> Well, the scars—knife saber.
1: The yeah. scars would inflame and grow when he got upset. So, like, it was something else.
2: I would have loved to know what. It was I, cool.
3: I, 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 so wish that the original Michael K. Williams uh, CGI character had stayed. That sounds so. crazy. Yeah, I
2: think that's why you don't like Paul Bettany here, because you know that we could recast.
3: To me, he was like, hey, British, tall, white guy actor, pretend to be an and evil class gangster. Scary man. Yeah,
1: no. he's,
0: he was pretty evil. I well, thought he was kind of scared. It
1: was a good introduction you as he just finishes up with the mm, local governor. I think you
0: just feel like he's going to... He he definitely... You're, I he think could he could kill you at any moment. I
3: think he did well for I'm because sure, I'm sure he was added fairly deep into production. I did well for what he was given, but I, I want more out of that character because in he's really the big bad of the movie, right? Yeah.
2: But I I feel like okay that that whole train sequence is amazing, the highlight of the movie, one of the better action sequences, in maybe all the Star oh, Wars movies. speaking
3: of people who bite it early, John
0: Favreau's weird. But, alien but exactly,
2: character. they lose two of their characters, that, and death is so drawn out. And yeah, and and they draw out this weird uh,
0: six. Limbed creatures like,
2: His death gets drawn out so far That I thought Okay well he's actually gonna live right Like because They're gonna try to build a lot of tension here And oh we got him We saved no. him No he just no. fucking dies and I'm like what It's just a long speech. I didn't give a shit But Thandie Newton I don't know why she needed to die and, I, and I would have preferred Har- her surviving And Woody Harrelson dying I, I agree I think Woody Harrelson is the bigger name And you'd figure that he wouldn't make it to the end
1: Well this falls flat But I think they were supposed they, were, they did all of that to try and show that Beckett doesn't necessarily have loyalty because he gets over it like that, even though he's supposed to have this great relationship with her. Yeah, uh, I did kind of see
0: that but as I, I was watching it, I was feeling like yeah, maybe it was just a long con and he but wasn't...
1: I, I think they missed the mark a little hmm. because at the end he does say he never was going to learn how to play the viacord or harpsichord or whatever the hell it I the thought instrument. their I yeah. thought
3: their relationship was because uh, they didn't have very long it was sweetly established enough that it was weird that yeah, we just got over that so quickly
2: I do one of my favorite scenes she also looked badass yes. yeah that's yes. yeah I just love seeing a sick afro in a Star Wars movie oh that was awesome but- yeah she's so cool Um, one of my favorite scenes in the whole film though has to be the duet scene where the alien guy in the jar starts going like, and like his weird little vocoder thing is going. That was a weird uh, vertical
3: space yacht.
2: That shit, there was people in the theater losing their minds when that weird alien started crooning weird space blues. I'll give this movie that. There's a lot of cool Star Wars random alien shit yeah, all
1: over the place.
2: I mean, there's a guy named Therm Scissor Punch. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was that's so, amazing. Yeah,
3: it, it was so it was so weird when Kira was just there coincidentally.
2: Well, that's what I think is the worst part about her whole almost involvement in the plot. Like her character is so strangely shoehorned in later like she's playing a different person it's almost
3: like she's not a she's not a character but a, uh but just like an exposition machine of convenience right well
2: it's so awkward, like Boss
3: is like oh now you go with them
2: but it's so awkward when her and Han meet and it's not awkward in the way that I think they w- the filmmakers intend you to feel like, oh, they they used to be in love and now they. It's only been met. three years. It, it, it's awkward from just like a performance standpoint, and like these characters are behaving in in such a bizarre way. It's it's not that they are nervous around each other. It's the writing is like almost like chemically reacting in some shitty way. Like, th- th- it's... Well, how
0: long did they know... Like, we didn't get to see any of their relationship on Corelli. Well, apparently they grew up together and they were like... Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And we didn't see any yeah, of did, the yeah.
0: important parts. But, like,
2: so I, don't, also, I don't know where the tr- like, are, are Is our are, are lines of trust getting destroyed? And, like, I don't... None also, of it makes any sense.
3: Also, Han's whole purpose for continuing to, with uh, Tobias Beckett is so he can get the money to go back to Corelli to get her. And as soon as she... He, he sees she's like, oh, I'm out, guys. Because... Beckett gives him the out right at the beginning because he was like so you found her no because yeah you cause found he, me because uh, Beckett's like oh it's no over. like if you come like you're gonna have this this debt on you too and he's like well if I get paid whatever but then as soon as she's he, she'd be like I'm good I'm good I'm done like my life's work is done right yeah I don't I no her. longer
0: need to do what I, knew, I was I knew, doing need,
3: yeah but he didn't want to leave her
0: right so like but
3: she know he knows she got out now and they can hook up like later right
0: Yeah, he could be like, yo, give me your number.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Keep in contact.
0: I know you have a really... Call me after the party. You have a really
2: shady tattoo on your wrist that means you're evil. I don't... You're you're married and you're evil I don't have to go to Corellia now, which is apparently...
3: Is this a weird, like, locked off... It's like North Korea or something. But apparently, if you get past one
2: gate, you're good forever. So I think what we're talking about now <laughs> is the reason why everyone is calling this movie just inconsequential. And this is the first Star Wars movie that you can skip if you want. And this is really not important. And it's yeah. bullshit. And none you of it... skip it. None of it really matters. And it's c- totally inessential to the Star Wars experience. Yeah, the, non-essential. Re- the experience. reason for that is because it's basically about a dumbass, like, gangster who sends Han out on a mission that's basically just a like a a, a, a busywork side mission in a video game or something. It's, I I literally it need is you... It's a side quest. It's so it's so funny when, when they're
3: improvising the 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 plan, right? Cuz they 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 lay out the facts very plainly. They're like you owe us whatever 10 like 100 crystals or whatever, right? Well, where can we get them? Well, this place. Well, what's that problem? Well, how can we get around that problem, right?
2: <laughs> it's like so <laughs>
3: And like everyone knows, the couches. Everyone knows they're
2: making things up like on the fly. But they're like, okay, you go with them. It's almost Mm -hmm. like they're like deciding which way the script is going to go. They're like, okay, well, now where do you want the script? Check the script.
0: What does it say to do next? I don't
2: know. (laughs) Although I you want to write, I could
1: see Paul Bettany's character just being amused enough by the, the ridiculousness he's seeing to be like, all right, well, just go make sure that.
2: They don't fuck off. He, he goes and... <laughs> onto the internet and he looks on and says, like, okay, let me go to StarWarsForums.com. Okay, <laughs> everyone really wants to see what the Kessel Run's all about. So you guys are going to go. Just so happens that this gas that I need you to get, this refined, it's on Kessel. On yeah. the other side of the Kessel Run. You guys heading over to the Kessel Run now? Let's do it. <laughs> They're going to love it. People will buy so many tickets. Uh, so here's what I don't get about
1: the Kessel Run because it's, Answering what the Kessel Run was through the Maelstrom, the fastest anyone has ever done it is in twenty parsecs.
0: Well, the shortest distance is yeah, 20 sorry, parsecs. the yeah, even though parsecs fastest. is a measurement of uh, distance, distance, not time. Yeah,
1: because you can't yeah. get too close to the Ma, the yeah. gravity well. Yeah. Uh, so he took a shortcut through time this, and space. It's like That's a, why a light light year no, is a no, no, no. distance. This so, uh, yeah, yeah. fuel that has been unrefined at twelve parsecs almost exploded. How does anyone do this at 20 even? Like how is this even a yeah, thing that how, is
0: regularly done? How do yeah, unless they do it on like um, giant battle stars like, yes, that are. This
1: does not seem like a sustainable business model for underworld guys to get a hold of yeah. refined. Every hyper-peer. time That's you want to process so fuel, you have to get
0: like a it's pilot like... who's sweating
2: and looking at a timer, like,
0: "Come on, guys, we gotta get there before she blows." But I
2: gotta be honest, I do kind of like the fact that they wrote the fuel plot line into the Kessel Run lore. Like oh, it helped. They they injected that fuel into his, you know, into the Millennium Falcon's fuel lines, and that uh,
3: black mirroring the computer. (laughs) Yeah,
2: they actually allowed them to go faster than normal. uh, They're cheating basically. But yeah, let's talk about. But they're three thirty-seven scoundrel, underhanded. She's just they
3: cheated. She's just trapped in the Millennium Falcon forever, right? Phoebe
2: Waller Bridge. She's like the most. But she can't talk because she
3: never talked in the other movies.
2: She's like the most hippie alien ever. She's got like the widest hips.
0: Uh, oh she, literally hippie get it
2: she gets dead smashed dead. up and then yeah it turns into a black mirror episode for about five minutes where they're injecting her nav computer so uh, into my the-
0: my favorite moment in this whole movie was not even uh spoken dialogue it was just um Donald glover's um, response to one of her comments about robot rights like she says something to him as he's walking out of the uh, cockpit, and he just go kind of... Uh, yeah, that's good. That's my very favor- favorite uh, 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 I love the Auto this so way.
1: So, correct me if I'm wrong, because I may have missed it, but the big thing about Leet, or L3, is that she apparently built herself. Like, I was reading that. Oh, okay. really? But, but, but the movie doesn't touch on this, no, right? No, no, no. Okay, so that's super confusing. Why would they were ever playing that up? Because well, there's... I mean, maybe
2: Phil Lord and Chris Miller wrote that. Well, it just started yeah. at the,
0: like, robot fighting. They didn't fighting, the movie, though. Right? Like, she was watching... that. W- I thought that wasn't really well-developed. Like, the fact that it was that just whole, she saw one fight The whole she was
3: robot on. Uh, rights thing, I just feel so underdeveloped, right? Yeah. Especially since her rights kind of get taken from her when she dies.
2: Yeah. Well, that is an interesting question. I and mean, she, like, she droids, droids are
3: slaves. In yeah, in it's the in the first one, right? The With the... Uh, those guys selling them at the market. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, and they had those restraining bolts, which sort of... That's Although that seems f-
3: weird, though. That you, it's just a bolt that comes off.
2: Well, that's sort of free will being given and taken away from the droids, right? If yeah, you have that one comes of those sort of bolts- off
0: so easily that the mind gets fucked up really fast like, uh, I still feel like they
2: took over that mind so easily <laughs> yeah it was really it's really like, very poorly like hey let's make a deal okay come to my office <laughs> so I good. did kind of like how there was no plan though it was just this robot revolution it was like I don't know I'm just letting them it was okay well, yeah, I it, made a distraction uh, yeah we,
3: we talked about Beckett mourning uh, his wife <laughs> I will say this: uh, Lando gets full time to mourn the death of L3. Yeah, true enough. That is like yeah. Well, there are several money shots there.
2: Well, he he does. He, there's also
3: weird allusions to them having sex. He, he
2: fucks her, so yeah. There's a deep relationship there.
3: Yeah, it's
0: weird.
2: Uh, oh, that, oh, it
3: works. That relationship was fully formed, unlike Han and Kira.
2: Guys, can we talk about Darth motherfucking Maul? Sure. What about yeah, them? robot legs? Okay, Is it weird how he, he had to take out his lightsaber for
0: no reason and just show it? Just in well, case just, you weren't sure yeah, if like, it was him or who not. Who is
1: this guy? Is this. He looks like Darth Maul. Like, oh, he's got the look, double lightsaber. We
0: showed you robot legs. Okay. We sho- okay, we gave you the
2: face paint. <laughs> I and honestly the thought horns. it was going to be Jabba. Still, no?
0: Okay, we'll give you the double ended lightsaber. So yeah.
2: Kira is talking to a, on a hollow cube to some hooded creature, and then it turns out to be. There's the fucking horns. It's. Darth Maul, people in my theater burst out laughing. In, in, oh, they in, laughed in such a like. This was not a wow. Th- this was not. This was not a commendable laugh. This was a pure. This is brutal. Oh
0: man, I liked it. I thought they made him look scary. I thought she sold that he was really terrifying. It, it looked cool, but it's just like it made no sense. The concept. of... It's the Sith. It's the rule of two. Like no, but it's, it's not crazy Sith, though, because he's like, he, now a crime lord.
1: Yeah, see within if you under if you watched I just watched all those episodes. Yeah, if if you yeah. watched the Clone Wars animated series. He has a brother named Savage Opress. <laughs> yeah,
3: Savage Opress. <laughs> oh, sorry, Savage, savage.
1: Oh, no. Opress. Savage <laughs> yeah, Opress. Two stories. Um, so bad. Oh,
3: the, although he oh. him and his brother fight uh
1: Palpatine and that is badass. It, he's actually a really good character. Like I like what they did with him bringing him back and giving him some something to do other than being cut in half by Uh, obi-wan
3: the the scene in the show where uh, his brother finds him like crazy under whatever that planet was where where he got cut cut in half by obi-wan that was pretty weird though yeah because he's like a spider and he's just like crazy and he just like is obsessed with obi-wan because he put like yeah (laughs) look at
1: red's face he put like spider legs (laughs) on
3: yeah how did he put spider legs on well he found
1: (laughs) them but he, sur- he, he, he survived. survived them. How did in he a, survive getting he, cut he in survived half? He survived because of his stuff. rage. Yeah. He, he, the power of his anger the dark side. fueled the dark yeah. side and kept him alive.
0: Okay. It's pretty stupid. But, but um, then what? tell me more about the spiders. Well, it he just had a spider legs. leg. So he just, just it, took the legs and put them... Well, robot spider he, like, legs. Engine, he, he, like, where, like, where did the robot spider legs it's come from? from trash. Yeah, Like he, he went to a trash planet. Okay. Would
2: he have these legs in... Solo, but because, that's why we're not seeing. No, no. We're only seeing so, him from- in in Solo. It's
3: like years forward, and how he's like he's like now a criminal ma- under uh, underworld, and he's like he's kept his profile low low to uh, keep under from the the control of the empire and stuff. He's a like crime lord. He's, he's only Maul now. He's not Darth. Maul. Fucking terrible. He's actually like it's
1: actually I I like his. His story after the ridiculousness because he, he hides in a trash can gets taken to the trash planet But none of that matters yeah. because you you wouldn't know that in yeah. this movie
2: 99% of the people watching this yeah. have no idea about any so, of that red. You have no issue with Them bringing this character back now unexplained you, and, No, I can't I mean I feel like you don't think that is completely pathetic bullshit fan service that is <laughs> yeah, it's definitely... Not even close to good Storytelling in any way you think it's per- you think this is acceptable? Because they've already done... I don't know that it's
0: automatically bad. Well, they've already done not good, Maul's but... story in both uh,
1: Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, so you got to tie him in somehow if you're going to talk about
0: these. No, but the you don't devils. have those, to. Though. Those are little no? things.
1: That's what I mean. Like they've already he, done that. He they don't wasn't need to bring he, him he, back. he
3: wasn't in the original movies, right? So he just so he just shows up randomly, and or even like Episode Two and Three, and he just shows up randomly in this prequel with no other thing. And it's just jarring. It right? should
2: have been Greedo for
1: fuck's sake, yeah. or I, something. Well, he shows up, and all of a sudden the prequels are tied in with this. Like it's just
2: another boom. But they're not really because he's not in episode two or three. It's it's yeah. so dumb. It's so dumb, guys. The final thing, though, I did kind of think worked with the like Han shoots first. We're 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 developing that sort of mentality from Han, right? So starting to yeah, where him and Tobias have that final standoff and. Han just doesn't even let him finish his dumb speech, right? He just fires a bunch into his chest, and then Tobias even says, "Good one." Yeah, as he's nice. dying, it's like, yeah, th- yeah, I would try. Nice, you. nice. And then that sort of, I think, is is the dawn of. I have a, I have a question: w- Where did Beckett think he was gonna go? He- I they don't have a ship, right?
3: Also, was that a good plan to have the real stuff there? <laughs> See, I was thinking the
1: same thing, right? Like, what if dude thought it was fake and just smashed one yeah, of the vials?
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then everybody's dead. Great. You could tell that it's from funny the looks on their faces. Though it was Beck- the same scene from Breaking Bad when he carries in the bag of uh, exploding math. It. Yeah. Uh,
3: and then when Beckett realizes it's real, he's like, oh, so, he's so excited, and he takes it with Chewie. <laughs> and he's like,
2: walking the like again. Where's he? Where's he going? He doesn't have a ship. But this is where we get to the cringiest part of the whole movie. The very, very end. The Ocean's Eleven moment. Well, no, it's when these like. And Enfen's Nest or whatever the fuck, dumbest name of all time, get a new one by the way, the Destiny crew, when they take their masks off and reveal themselves to be, hey, we're actually thinking about starting a rebellion, and Han, are you interested- Yeah, we're allies. Yeah, Han, are you interested in literally fueling our rebellion? (laughs) huh Literally he just providing nose, the fuel listeners. for our re- rebellion. I mean, all of this is just painfully shrinking... The Star Wars universe. Well, Every single thing that happens has to. I'm going to bring this up again. Be this, related. This is a galaxy far, far away.
1: Sorry to interrupt. We don't know how big this we don't galaxy don't know is. How big it is. <laughs> like
2: awesome. It's like, one of those. It's one of those it's like little super kind of tiny. Exactly. It's All one the of those planets little, are lined up. Well, you know those like the Pleiades are like these sort of galaxy clusters with these little sort of clouds that are like these micro galaxies, these little clusters of stars. <laughs> It's a, it's a small galaxy, so there's only, like, ten planets. Yeah, and, yeah. like, everyone's related. Like, yeah. The Maw, the
1: gravity well, is probably the center of the galaxy. Yeah, and I, so just...
0: I always think it's funny yeah. when a character's like, after you're done, look me up on Tatooine. It's like, oh, it's so cool that you just know every planet's name. Like, in the galaxy, you can just be like, yep. It's like, hey, uh, look me up in the United States of America. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so the final scene of the movie is is oh, hey, w- where. What did get, you think
3: of all the the double crossing? Well, it's bad. It's terrible. It's like, <laughs> it's not even worth mentioning.
1: <laughs> it,
2: it's like Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull kind of shit, where it's yeah. you lose track of how many times people have done what to each other. But um, th- what I cared about more was how are we going to get the Millennium Falcon? And there's a final poker game that I thought it's a box. Was, yeah that I thought actually was pretty dope. Yeah, I, thought it was yeah, hard. I like that that was good where there's like a little a little lift off of his mechanism well, i uh, i also heard, like they
3: inverted it you thought he was going to win the ship at the beginning right yes yeah. yeah that was the one that's the one prequel thing like they were aware of i thought they expressed well cuz it's like oh you, we you know that
0: he gets him in a card game so y- this is going to be it right yeah but the really the line when he says fair and square i thought was great well, yeah. and, well and now well, well delivered and,
2: and, and now it makes sense when he yeah when han arrives in cloud city and then he's like, "What have you done to my ship?" He goes, "Your ship, eh? Hey, you lost fair her to and me. Square. You lost her to me, fair uh, and square." I, I wanted a scene where Lando has to take all his capes out of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that's kind of. I
1: swear, did like where was the captain's quarters? I like I thought he jettisoned that into the maw. That's the escape pod. That's the escape right? pod at the front, right? Okay, but like, like I've never
2: seen those quarters. I know. No, before. well, if you
3: look online, it, it's all the movie. It makes no sense, right? Like there's the no layout. Consi- yeah, there's no consistent layout. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but they're really pushing these dice, aren't they? Yeah, oh my god, that was the so clunky
0: for no reason. Like I know they're... They've I got realized midi midichlorians in
2: them. They are in a new hope. Like Chewie bangs his head on the dice in a new hope. Like so, they they're there right from the very beginning. But when do we? We, we 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 give a fuck all of a sudden? I guess since no. Last Jedi, we we're that's su- it. We're supposed to give a huge fuck now from Last Jedi. But Last
1: Jedi, they're, they're there as a fuck you, like yeah. That's,
3: that's Honestly, the, the only reason. The they Last did. Jedi was the only time I wasn't aware aware of their existence.
2: Y- yeah, no one knew about them till now. They were like this tiny unless Easter you, egg.
1: Yeah, unless you were like a super I think super fan. I, I,
2: it, it was, again it's just so weird this movie came out after
3: Last Jedi right yeah
2: it's like, so it's, antithetical this, to the message this sh- of bizarre <laughs> this,
3: should, this, should, this should have came after Force Awakens or it should have came after the next one and or also
2: something. remember how uh, Poe Dameron kind of got scolded by a, all of the smart women in The Last Jedi all of like the the smart yeah, yeah, yeah. ladies with a good head on their shoulders like all of the powerful women I mean Poe you're a motherfucking idiot and you represent all of the shitty men in society it's basically, it's basically like Han whole, Solo yeah, yeah. so let's make a it was Han Solo movie <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nothing like glorifying toxic masculinity <laughs> That's going to be our next one Guys, we need to hand out some hardware mm, You guys some... have pulled me down <laughs> the ladder I'm giving this a six But it's it's a gentleman's six I think is what six, I heard six You're being quite generous Exactly Yeah, it's worse than a six But I'll be a gentleman here and it's, a, it's a soft here's, six Here's your six And then you slap him with your glove Yeah, yeah
0: I think I'm not much higher than you. Uh, I'm gonna go to like a six and a half, though. I'm gonna go a half a mark higher than you.
2: Yeah, I'm probably okay. right. I'm probably right there. Six. Six, six and, a and a half. half. Yeah. That's bad for a Star Wars
3: movie, isn't it? it? To me, it's the it's the worst one outside of the prequels.
0: Well, after yeah, it's it's very much like the prequels, and as you said, it's like Revenge of the Sith ish. Yeah, the reason yeah. or the fact that it comes after the Last Jedi is. St- if this came out undermines everything like before Force Awakens, I think I would have liked it one more. Yeah, that's fair.
1: I'm trying to figure out how much I enjoyed the action scenes because they were done well. But
2: they were overall... the choreography, right? Are we, yeah. are we ever going gonna... to make a movie? Either. Are we ever going to watch this movie again, though? That... Probably not. No, not okay. entirely.
3: Not in its
1: entirety. I mean, entirety. I'll watch
3: them the same way I watched the prequels, right?
1: It's going to be a six for me,
3: too.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, the guys this this went tits up. That's the worst. Star Wars movie I've seen in a long time. It's hard to accept it, it does But it does feel Slightly familiar right if, Remember what it felt like To watch shitty Star Wars movies You yeah, guys like, yeah. remember that I, I didn't
3: yeah. I didn't think Rogue yeah. One Was the greatest thing But it I, it, it tried things It did in New interesting oh, things Oh I was jacked
2: When I came out of that Okay, and it's like clunky It well, has filmmaking yeah.
3: problems It's similar But it like it, it, it adds to the Whole mythology right It adds like, to a new hope Yeah if this Didn't have Han in it But had a the, the same Basic story probably a seven
1: and a half. Like, it being a recognizable character...
3: It tries to mine all these things from
0: that character yeah. and it just doesn't do it well. Exactly. Red, it wh- you pulls it down. Yeah, I was gonna say, there's an interesting sort of... Have been about Dash Rendar or something. Yes! Yeah. I would have watched Dash the shit Rendar. out of that. <laughs> yeah. I like that. The YT-2400 instead of the 1300. The um, But in there's been comments made about the spaceships in the prequels being like chrome and shiny and those movies being dog shit and then the new newer star wars movie's coming out and everything sort of like dirty and cracked again pretty and uh this movie we got the millennium falcon but dude, we got it brand new and shiny and sparkly and it was like oh but did it have less like a, interesting? a boot on it <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But,
2: but then an eldritch god punched it in yeah, the face yeah cthulhu like and a gravity well and ripped then it apart we know what happens with sand it's it gets everywhere it gets everywhere it's it's coarse. It's. I really yeah.
3: hope that the Millennium Falcon gets blown up in the next <laughs> episode.
2: Well, like we <laughs> yeah. in episode nine, yeah, they kind of got a junk. it. They in. have to right? episode yeah. nine. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, that one. I thought yeah. you meant like if <laughs> Before, they actually, if they actually do a
1: sequel to this. I think the Millennium Falcon should get trashed in
3: each one. So I'm it's s- like <laughs> I'm, I'm so curious to what Lauren Miller's cut would have been because even if it wasn't good, it would have been, been so, so much interesting. Oh, interesting. it's
2: it's getting it's getting annoying how much. You know, this is, was the is, most expensive
3: is, Star Wars movie ever made. Yeah, but it, it's
2: it's really? getting yeah it's getting really frustrating because how that much door, is is yeah. removed from Star Wars films at this point. We I think we have more shit on the cutting room floor than we do have to Whoa. show for it on screen. Obviously, wow. Which but, I think is why yeah. the Last Jedi was sort of miraculous. Like they let all of that shit fly somehow. Yeah, the, yeah that They was, love Ryan Johnson. now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, we gotta go, but they want to know... Also, the next one
3: has to be called Duo,
2: right? Yeah, Han Duo. Yeah. Duo. Uh, <laughs> Where can we find you on the internet, Rad?
0: Uh I'm on Twitter, at Jared underscore Sergeant. Mm-hmm. Check it out.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, you can find all my reviews and uh, blog posts at rickchung.com, uh, at rickchung, com, YV at yvrcade. Tight. I'm at Michael
2: Arland on Twitter. I'm there. That's all I am. Oh, he lives there. <laughs> that, <laughs> that exists. Is the- uh, yeah, I'm on, on Twitter at Scott Wilson BC with two L's, that is. You gotta take one of those L's off. Yeah. You know, well two T's two L's. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, like a right? Symmetry thing. You can follow the show at vertical viewing verticalviewing at gmail dot com. Go to Patreon, go to verticalviewing.com. Click the donate button if you wanna help us offset the cost of internet pie, which is pretty expensive these days. You know, buying all the ingredients of internet pie yeah. and yeah. Then Putting them together and, and baking it takes an them. hour and a half to two hours yeah, to bake. If you enjoyed this internet pie, then let us know, and you can suggest future shows on Patreon. If you want us to review something like a Serbian film, no, we won't. No, we won't do no. that one. We won't do it. Every time um, you mention that's a that, terrible example. That's a terrible us, example. Stuck, stuck on you. Other on things. List. Stuck on you. We're doing oh, it. Man. Okay. I like that movie. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> uh are, are there any final thoughts from you guys?
0: Uh, be like the space yachts and
2: uh, no, I don't know. Woody Harrelson
0: is great. Just throwing that out there. We all knew it already, but yeah,
1: just throwing it out. I right. feel like he's five he minutes.
2: Was, he's he's going to get into the. He's going to get accused, right? He's a. I think he's shady. <laughs> you think? Yeah, I think. He's I kind of like him. Do I you guys remember like how him. he took like five years off
3: acting and just came back and no one noticed? Yeah, I think he did some shady shit. Mm. Hawaii. Anyway, I know I think he's
2: thanks funny. for listening.